Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Podcast. You're allowed to call the BBC pedophiles. I think, what, isn't that part of paying a licence fee? Yeah. That, that we're basically being taxed for the right to dig into them a little but bit. Well, they've, they've done it so much. What, paedophiling? Paedophiling, paedophilying. Hmm. They've diddled so many fiddles that you're allowed to just call them on it all the time. Do you think that's why they don't like Gary Lineker? Because he won't do paedophiling. Probably. It's also, you can do it to the, the, the Catholic Church. Hmm. Yeah, it's... It's not so much accusation at this point. Yeah, we're just, just we're just reminding everyone true. every now and yeah. again. Oh, it's, just for a second, everyone, just stop what you're doing and remember that a large portion of Catholic priests are paedophiles. It's like me calling out trees for having leaves. Yeah. Like, that's not a stereotype, that's a fact. You can do it, you can yeah. do it. If, I'll stop when they stop paedophiling. Yeah, then maybe when that's, they, when they maybe that's how we can, like, petition for peace. Yeah. Yeah. I'll stop picking you out on the pudding, boys. If you just stop... Picking them out of the primary schools. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's a fair trade-off. That is a spicy intro. We've not had one of those that for a while. That is a spicy <laughs> intro. I just felt like... But once again, I felt it's entirely justified. You can call them. You can oh, call them on it. Yeah, we're, we're freedom of the press. Yeah. <laughs> freedom of the press. <laughs> we're press. I'm going to get one of those little ticket things and stick it in my hat. I'm going to get a microphone with a little foam pudding on a box that oh, goes damn, around I the would outside buy of that. It. You know, if we made uh, those, I would buy... So I can walk around I'd buy one to use and one to keep in the case. Yeah. That would be a display piece, a, P- a PB microphone. Welcome back to Pudding Boys, the podcast about everything and nothing. Every week, we ramble on about something nerdy, review and rate a classic album in Numbers of the Beast, and finally discuss and sample a pudding from around the globe in Pudding of the Week. I'm Blore. I'm salty that we don't make merch yet. He's Naylor, and we are the Pudding Boys. One day, we'll have more than eight listener, and we'll then do merch. Yeah. This week's Nerdy Natter, which is not called Nerdy Natter. Before we start, we made merch when we were in band, and we had less than eight listener when we were in band. That's true. <laughs> we made t-shirts. Yeah, but every band has song. t-shirts. Yeah, we had one song. <laughs> yeah, and we used the lyrics to said song on t-shirt. There yeah. you go. You can make a t-shirt when you have one song. Man. I bet Oasis have one song. I'd, I'm not aware of anything other than that one they, they do. The one that everyone drunkenly says along to when... Wonderwall. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the Oasis song. The one song. that your, your lad walks home singing when he's had eight pints of milk. and <laughs> Yeah. My football hooligan child. Oh, he's a big time. Anyway, this week, it's not particularly nerdy. It's kind of... Well, it is, because I've been selling nerdy things on eBay, but I've been back in eBay. Not hard. Not like I've not been going through and going, do you know what? I need to rustle up some, some money. I've just been selling some stuff that's in the way. Was it this time last year? No, it's just after once we had the big... You know, when you did Pokemon cards? That I was earlier this year. Well. I did um, Amiibo. It, that was after we'd moved studio yes. to here, because yeah, we had to the Amiibo the were in here. God though, that was like I, uh, yeah, I do. I miss the thrill of the yeah. notification. I missed the nine thousand pounds. I don't know what happened to all of that. Fucking hell, you did. Yeah, you sold big. You did Pokemon cards. I did Pokemon cards, Animebo, and just a few assorted things as well. Holy shit! Though. Yeah, I know that's it. Was a it's a lot. You of know money. when you say it out loud. Yeah. Fuck me, that was a good year. Fees happened though. Yeah, fees fees are dumb. Fees happened and, and responsibly is... took it down to lower than the amount required by HMRC 
<laughs> yes. 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 One hundred percent. Fees definitely kept it within within the allotted amount of money that I don't know off the top of my head, but it was anyway. eBay shouts at you if you eBay. go over it anyway. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, okay. It, well, they it didn't shout at me. You, it, it told me I was getting closed back in the day when I used to buy old guitars and do them up. Uh, maybe I spaced it out long enough or Probably. whatever. And that definitely wasn't enough to be business. So no. Um, so ba 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 ba. The the eBay that I've been doing, I put a couple of Lego sets on there, and, and they hadn't moved until this morning. Oh, it's one gone. Yeah, Frodo went. That's fucking Frodo yeah, and it's like eight quid. One, two. it was eight quid. It took a week to go. It's a big set for eight quid. Um, and I'd last night I just decided, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to build it because why not? It does take a chunk out of Rivendell, though. Like, you've, yeah. you've got to think in those kind of terms. It, eight pounds is paying off a bit of Rivendell, yeah. yeah. Which, which, if you walk past him at eight quid in Morrison's no. tomorrow, I probably wouldn't go in. No, I wouldn't buy it. No, not at all. So that's sold. That's good. I sold some... Ter- so this is the, the interesting thing that's been happening. I'm not just talking about eBay to, to plug it. I've done the quickest sells in my eBay career. Hmm. I listed my kill team terrain that I painted, the orc stuff. Yeah. Because I went to a tournament and all the terrain there was done in this quite distinct style where they took one base colour, so purple or blue or brown, and then they... Oh, sorry, they, they painted them it black. Yeah. And then dotted blues or purples or browns with a heavy dry brush or overbrush in some places. And then they dry brushed the entire thing very lightly with the metallic just to catch the corners of everything. Mm. They didn't pick out any details. I think that's a key. And it ends up looking like an old cartoon cartoon, like uh, an old Hanna-Barbera or Dexter's Lab where, where the background... Where you chain the background so you're just seeing the same like shot yeah. go past eight or nine times while Scooby-Doo's running down the street. Yes. and But also, if you look in Dexter's Lab, the background when he was in the lab was blue. Mm. It, there was they, It was just different hues of blue. Out in his house, it was yellow you simplify the background it makes the models pop Hmm. and i was like this looks really good i wish i'd done that on mine instead i picked out the details and not entirely that well because painting terrain is kind of hard holding them time on your train i did i spent a long time on it you spent model time yeah it it was it was a big time um and also my kilting terrain wasn't complete Hmm. because i bought a starter set and then added to it i was still missing like two buildings and if i bought them and I, I needed the whole set because... Because you're a pudding boy and we have to buy the whole of everything Yeah, we and yeah. Well, we've switched to a more... I, I play more tournament style now. Like mm. Even in my friendly games, I set up the boards in how they would be in tournament because it's just... You feel like, well, why why am I not practicing for tournament? You've got to always be training for the big yeah, game. You got, yeah, yeah. you've got to have your eye on the prize. <laughs> so, is, if Ronaldo played with Little Warhammer Man... Yeah, he would play properly... So I, I was like, I'm not going to be able to get these two buildings and then paint them to the exact same style that I'd already done. Hmm. It's just not happening. That It would look different and it would look weird. I've got different paints. I don't even know what I used on it, that yeah. kind of thing. So I thought, fuck it. I'll sell my painted almost set to someone who doesn't care that it's not complete. Hmm. And I sold that for like, for like 60 quid. Hmm. And then oh, that's not bad. Actually. That's I, not, I didn't expect you to say not bad at all. How much was the box set? So how much was the the box set? If you were to buy it new, they don't make it yeah. anymore. Would be like I think it was like hundred and fifty pounds or something. That's with two teams. Two teams, a book, measuring gauges, tokens, the terrain, 
and the game board. That's not bad, then. It's not bad, no. It's, it's about normal, though. Yeah. It's, it's normal price. It just sold instantly. I'm talking less than 10 minutes of it being on eBay because people will buy painted shit immediately. I think mm. a lot of shops do it as well. A lot of like game shops that have ta- playing tables. Oh, they just buy it for the archive. They buy it. It doesn't matter if it's that good or not. Yeah. They're not playing. It's not for their collection. It's for shop. No, it's so, not going home with them. No. So that sold instantly. And then I bought, with that 60, after fees or whatever, I bought two sets or two almost complete sets hmm. in one bundle. Some guy bought loads of terrain in a big job lot and it just sorted it. And I looked at the things. I was like, there's two complete sets, almost complete sets. There's one complete and one's missing a piece of a bit of terrain. So I bought that. It arrived, built, sprayed, painted one of the sets. And while I was doing that, I just put the rest of it into a box and stuck it back on eBay. Sold that for another 25. Hmm. Do you know what? That's always... It's like when you did the slicers. You know, when yeah. you can... You buy two, you can make a full one. Uh, and yeah. then you can get rid of the other one for not much less than... You know, you can take a chunk off. Then you sell your spare parts. And I've still got the... There was randomly some measurement gauges in there that they're on eBay for another eight. Hmm. Um, but I also... I sold some other stuff stupidly quickly. What was it? So there's the train... Oh, no. It was it was the train... The, the selling off of the spare parts... They were they were gone instantly. Spare parts. Spare parts. They were also like an instant sell. Nice. Which yeah, just just that's, some really satisfying. That's always fun sitting on. I I get this thing, you know, when I'm selling stuff, mm. and I've had it since I was a well, I was sort of a teenager when I first started on eBay. Yeah. It's two things really stress me out about it. One, you know, when you've earmarked something you're going to sell. I used to find it with guitars. I'd look at one and think, mm, I don't love it anymore. Yeah. I'm going to sell it. And then you have a bit of a change of heart and you think, yeah, maybe I'll keep it around for a bit. And from that point onwards, it was always earmarked as I'm going to sell that because I've considered selling it. Yeah, it's it's crossed the Rubicon. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the other thing is the, you know, when you're sat on something, it's on there. It's been on there for ages and you're kind of tiptoeing around it like it's in the way. Yeah. You don't want to engage with it anymore in case you start to like it again. You're worried about like knackering it because even though nobody's buying it, you've kind of said that's that amount of money. Yeah, and that's and you've shown the pictures. It looks like that now. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you're committing. You can't ruin it. So yeah, the, when it when you get the ping like before you've really put phone down from selling, that's good. That's yeah. fun. It was it was very nice, and I so we even needed to walk into the village. So I I built the terrain in the morning. So it it arrived. The day it arrived, I built what I needed, Hmm. took photos of what was left, because obviously I made sure I finished building mine, uh, stuck it all in a box, wrapped it up because I was like, I know I'm selling this, so I already packaged it up. Nice. Then put the photos on, spray-painted my terrain, and then ping, it sold. Fuck it, I'll take it to the post office. So I walked down to the village. It was posted within the hour that they... Bought oh, it. That's that's a good day. It was a very big time. I did the same sort of thing with the um, you know those trains I mentioned, the Vi trains ones, the ones yeah. from about ten years ago. Company's yeah. still trading, but they don't make British stuff anymore. But because other manufacturers have you know <laughs> bless you superseded them for you know four hundred pounds now. Uh, yeah, no exaggeration on some of them. But you, you can pick one of these up for sixty seventy. You, you still go also, for the old classic. That's it. But you can find the spare parts. The spare parts. Michael. Um, 
God, Michael Wyckoff is a terrifying human being. That's a, yeah, that, that's a, a Halloween in joke that we've never <laughs> mentioned on the podcast. It would take far too much explaining, to, yeah. but there's a video of him backstage at a festival. If you stumble across it, watch the whole thing. He's we are big fans of his. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I would it's, lunch with Wyckoff. Yeah, but um, so the same sort of thing. So you know, you don't need him. The mm. chassis is working, all the extra bits, the drivetrain, that kind of thing. I don't need, so I can wrap it and box it. And as soon as it goes, it's out of my way. Yeah. And it's safe when it's sat there because it's wrapped for postage. I, I quite like having it packed up because I, I sold some board games. There's the, the shelf overfloweth. Yes. Um. So I thought, well, <clears throat> some of these I just don't play. Some of them I've never played. Mm. Uh, so I, I wrapped them up. Um. I did Well, no, I didn't wrap them up. I stuck them all on a shelf. And then they all, and I put them as auctions because I just didn't know the value and I couldn't be asked to do it. So I auction them. Uh, it usually gets you a pretty fair price. I've only ever been fucked by an auction once, and that was one of the Pokemon card sets. Really didn't perform. It performed about 200 quid below what it should have. Um, that stung a little bit. But anyway, blah, blah, blah. I didn't package them up, and then all of a sudden I've got like 20 packages to do. I don't have any cardboard. Mm. So, well, I had cardboard in uh, boxes. Yeah, you're so making. I was making boxes with cardboard and tape. and <laughs> I say I. My wife was. I'm not very good at it. My wife. My wife. So I got still her to funny. do it. It's still funny. It is still funny. Um, yeah, I did some, you know when I did the shirts? So that was quite nice. Cause, you know, I bet, So they're quite easy. You can jiffy back them. They're great. Well, you know how, especially how my wife, for a long time, my wife. Um, she wouldn't take a shopping bag to the supermarket. You know when they introduced bag for oh, life? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She'd buy a bag for life every time. She was like, you know what, fuck it. This is the, if the thin one stays around for a hundred years, this one's sticking around for a thousand years. Bag for life, I think, have probably done more damage to the environment than plastic bags probably, ever did. Probably because they're yeah. going to last longer. But I did my bit, so we had a boot full of these. Mm-hmm. Talk, you know, I mean, I sold probably, probably getting on for fifty shirts. Yeah, it, I, I, I regret throwing away anything mm-hmm. now. Each one went in a bag for life into a jiffy bag. So like. Two pieces of tape were involved in that. A little bit of folding, yeah, and a marker on the front of the jiffy bag, yeah. That was a fun production line because I could, I, you know, each one you put in, you're like, that's a fiver, that's yeah. a tenner, that one's twenty five quid because it was that angel, which one, you know, that kind Just of thing, making some money, yeah. yeah. But it, yeah, I know what you mean. When I used to do the guitars, me and my dad used to like. I, this is where I learned how to pack because yeah. he took it as like a work of art. He, you know what. I, I do handling. take pride in, and and it's nice when you see a comment on the feedback where someone said like bomb proof, yeah, absolutely incredible packaging. Yeah. It's like thank you. Well, I used to work in one of the large package handling companies, mm. and I've seen what happens at yeah. half past eleven, twelve o'clock at night when the shipment of expensive laptops comes in from point A. And needs to go into container for point B. Wayne is throwing that into back of wagon. Do you know what? You're not exaggerating because wagon is long. Yeah. But laptop is comparatively light. So big Daz, yeah. if he flings it hard enough, the back wall of the wagon will <laughs> stop it. Yeah, but it will also shake. Oh, yeah. So yeah. pack your shit well. Yeah, oh, you, you've got to. I've received broken statue too many times to not. Oh, don't. Oh, the king statue still gets me. I, I go back and look for it every now and again, but it never shows up. There wasn't enough of them made. <laughs> Most of them had to be smashed. Yeah, well, I've got a book. I've got a book about... We're getting off on a tangent, oh, but I've got a book have. about all Tekken merchandise and stuff like that. It's like, like a big book of a history of Tekken. That's very good. And that statue is in there. 
and it, it makes me cry whenever I look at it. Man. I can't think, yeah, I don't think I've had too much. I don't I think I've got too many things broken. I think. No, but tra- one one big thing is enough. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah. Train guy tends to be quite careful because train is fragile. Yeah. Um, I have had a couple land and thought, how the fuck did you get away with that? Yeah. It's, it's in brown paper. This £200 train. Luckily, backmen look after their shit so you don't have to, Colin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are called Colin. They are. Colin oh, yeah. Jenkins at the spinnies. <laughs> I was in the line at the post office the other day and I was checking my feedback because every now and again I'd like to see if I've made any. For every like 50 sales or buys, I'll get like one bit of feedback. Because people just don't later. Yeah. Uh, but someone, th- this really pissed me off actually. I'm a bit, more, a bit annoyed about it. Someone had commented that it had arrived perfectly fine in great condition but he would do you know how you can rate different parts yeah. of the transaction now he'd given me one star for posters and packaging and ruined that score for me because it arrived in a large letter yeah and i'd listed it as a small parcel jesus he what? knew what i'd listed it for before he bid on it so he knew what he was paying he paid 31 pound for the item and then he paid three pounds 25 the difference is pence yeah well i think a large letter would be like two quid 50 wouldn't it so you're talking a pound maybe that's at most. 100 pence yeah you we were talking about this earlier with sweets now you can't get a decent bag of sweets for that but it's also and we're coming back to that but it's not the fact that i'd overcharged him i don't care if i charged him 80 quid for he pmp knew. he, he knew what it that. was before yeah. he was getting it he knew he was getting a video game and he knew he was paying that much postage. So it doesn't matter how it arrived. Now, no. I'd obviously done it by mistake because I don't, I well, don't do assume, that. Well, you assume, you know, sometimes you get lucky and it fits through the sliding yeah. thing at the post office. Well, this was two games. Mm. And, some, and two games don't usually fit on my jiffy bags. So I don't know how I sent these. So Maybe you just got called postmaster. Was like, oh, you know, yeah, maybe it, it was bit. thin box yeah, that he just sl- slipped by large letter. I'll raise you on that. Yeah. I've had one before and I answered this one. I got shitty. Oh, I had one that said overpacked. Overpacked. Yeah. So I actually gave him like, you know, because once you answer feedback, they can't answer you again. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, so I just oh, I I go gave on him, and I gave him a mouthful. On, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what? And that was something. I think that was train. Like, what do you want? A bag of smashed plastic? Yeah. Because I'll give you a bag of smashed plastic overpacked that was <sighs> like sometimes it can be annoying like that that terrain i ordered mm. it came in each sprue was wrapped in bubble wrap there's no need for that it's sprue it's, it doesn't need yeah, anything so when i break. repackaged it yeah i just put them all on top of each other shoved all that bubble wrap back in the top of the box to stop them mm. jiggling too much and just left them to it yeah that yeah but at the same time he knows it's getting there in one piece. But oh, yeah, do you know definitely. what? And I always find this as well. If I've had a bit of a buying spree and then have to like clear the decks, yeah. I'll just reuse all the packaging because yeah. right? I don't want it hanging around. No. No, I'm not throwing it in the bin. No, I'm not that Especially guy. if it's good bubble wrap. Pay it forward. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll reuse a box, definitely. Well, that was fun. Yeah. That was fun. <sighs> I'll ask you next week what you're going to buy with it because... Yeah. <laughs> Well, I've got so I've made up the second payment now of Rivendell, the big Lego set. Nice. So I've I've gotten by two payments of Rivendell. Without In fact, it coming out of wage. Let's check. Let's check. 
Well, your wage has been destroyed by baby. Oh, yeah. So it's good job that it's not coming out of... <laughs> oh, eBay, there we go. Fly my garden tools. No, thank you. Yeah, I Selling. got that one as well. Don't need them. So Ruben does, what, thir- 430? Yeah, it's called... Yeah. I'm on yeah. 360. That's that's R- comforting. Ruben does free. Ruben yeah. does free. There you go. That's... It, it will be free. When the rest of the, the Lego and stuff that's on there goes, Rivendell is free. God, that's fun. Yeah. That, do you know what? When you can see something... But that was... Do you know when, when we did the shirts? Yeah. Immediately went out. I think I bought the... Um, bought something Lego. Oh, it was the three creator. Three and ones. The three... Oh, So the yes. pirate ship, the Viking ship, and the castle. Yeah, I, I thought you were getting a bit silly there when you bought three of those. No, no, no. They uh, three sets. Best value in Lego. Yeah. That's the sweet spot. That and Champs. Definitely. Well, Champs cost a bit. They are to do now. Once they're, once they're created, once they're made, yeah. they're a lot of small parts, so they're quite a compact thing. You're not taking Champ apart and rebuilding no. it. those, I've rebuilt Castle and Pirate Ship, at least, into one of the other models. Yeah. That's another run through. Yeah. And rebuilt them back, so that's two. Yeah, I don't think... I'm not sure I would say champs are there for value. Champs are there for a decent price for a crazy build. It's an incredible like, two hours. Yeah, yeah, they're very cool yeah. um, putting them together. But in terms of value, they're long, not there not with D3 ever, and 1s. No. Yeah. Oh, numbers of the Beast. Uh, numbers of the Beast. Welcome again to Numbers of the Beast Pudding Boys audience. This segment of the show, Nato and I have a good long listen to a classic album and rank each song with an out of seven before averaging the amount to create an album score and rank them against the rest of the band's discography. <laughs> but not this week, because this week we are doing our best of Blind Guardian, because we last finished. week we finished them. Well, one of us finished. Yeah, I didn't. Well, I've gone back and finished. What and did you think of The God Machine? Briefly, I thought it was it. It's the best thing since Twist in the Myth. Correct. But it's not, it's not great. The, the I don't know what's happened, but Twist in the Myth, Nightfall, and then a smattering of tracks around the rest of them have very well 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 written lyrics. But the God Machine, the entire album, has this weird style of broken English, short sentence, smashy lyrics that Blind Guardian do over now and again. They're not good. There's there's not one song in the God Machine where I think this has been competently written lyrical lyric wise. The music's great, um, and the 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 songs are actually quite good the overall. Hooks are back. Yeah, the hooks are back, but I like lyrics, and I know that Blind Guardian can do lyrics like po- po- Blind Guardian can do poetry. The bard song. Yeah, this is fucking not that. Yeah, this is this is shit. Shit lyrics. It's modern, like prog. It's heavy prog kind of territory. Well, it's, it's, that, it's the kind of lyrics that we would come up intellectualism. with. It, it is a bit pseudo, yeah. Um, it's the kind of stuff that we would do when we were trying to make a song sound a bit like Nordland era Bathory, <laughs> and so like, we would use broken English on purpose. Like you don't speak it so good. Father God on mountain high, <laughs> like. Fucking it's just, Bathory. Yeah, mm. it's just like, mm, it doesn't quite flow. So yeah, God Machine, I where did it come in the end? Yeah, it, it came in the right place. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it, it was number seven. So before we do our best, Oz, I'll go through the, the top 12 for Blind Guardian. 
which is fun. What, the albums? Yeah. Yep. Uh, to, to, to remind everyone Solidify where they came. It. Then at the end, after we've gone through our best ofs, uh, we'll talk about the next band. Yeah, and I got really a little well. bit excited earlier yeah, thinking about that. I'm quite looking forward to I'm this I'm really one. looking forward to it. It's going to be a real strong start, and then I'm not sure what happens after that. Yeah, it's not going to be Megadeth. No, it's not, it can't be as bad as no. Megadeth. Okay, 12. Twilight Orchestra, Legacy of the Darklands. That was shit. That got 4.67 out of 14. <laughs> You're not wrong. That was it's just a shit I album. I enjoy it. At the Edge of Time, 6.7, uh, 6. so quite low. Beyond the Red Mirror, 7.3, also quite low. Battalions of Fear, 7.39. That's a mistake. That is a no, mistake. I went back, it's not. Is it not? It's not. Okay, but I've got warm feelings for that album now. Eight, A Night at the Opera, 7.7. That's being carried entirely by Battlefield. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven, The God Machine. Six, Imaginations from the Other Side. Five, Somewhere Far Beyond. All of those in the nines, so that's quite good. Then four, Follow the Blind, 10.1. We're starting on the big ones then. 10.1 is big. Tales from the Twilight World, 10.33. Nightfall on Middle Earth, 10.64. <laughs> A Twist in the Myth, 11.91. If anything, I would say that I don't, I'm not particularly happy with Tales being above Follow the Blind. Because I think there's one good song on Tales and there's two good songs on Follow the Blind. <laughs> oh. But your, obviously, Nightfall would be much lower. It would be about six after Imaginations from the other side, perhaps. Yeah, yeah I prefer Imaginations. I, I yeah. do get a real fish for Imaginations. I fucking love Nightfall on Middle Earth. I absolutely adore that album. And it, I think it goes. it says something that, like, even though it's not your fizz, you still gave it decent scores. <laughs> And it's it is still, at the top of everyone's list of best Blind Guardian it's albums. It's very difficult to big dick. Mm. Um, time stands still, though. Mm. Like that. At the Iron Hill. You're a fucking idiot if you don't yeah. love that song. So, best of do you want to go first? Do you want to go first? Okay. Yeah, I think I yep. feel like I usually go first. So, Okay, so 12 songs. 12 Max songs. Max of three from each album. I went really hard on this. I stuck oh, I to went two th- from each I album. I stuck two. Yeah, I went for two. Um, because otherwise it would have just been Twisting the Myth. Yeah, and then we get two bonus tracks. Yes. Yep. Which I'm a little bit iffy about with mine because there's so much spillover. I start with the Blood song, right? So I, because you know when I think Blind Guardian, and this is what the later Blind Guardian really so threw me for, with it the really song. threw me for a loop with this because when I think Blind Guardian, I always think kind of that they are the Bard song and they're a bit gentle and a bit mm. kind of, and most of it fucking isn't. Most of it's quite no, most heavy, of it's very fast. heavy, yeah. Um, so I went with the Bard song a because it's fucking lovely. Yeah, and it's almost it's like a nice intro-y kind strange. of thing. It eases you in. Don't okay. know Bell Right, yeah. I I originally started because I would love to see it. them open a set sometime where they do the Bard song. It's all really quiet. They've got the acoustics, and then you get that. Then I went Tanalor into the void. Up, you know, nice and fast. And you enjoy that. that. Really like that song. Actually, that I thought Edge of Time was a lot better because of that song. Uh, so I, I went back. Fucking and I, wrong. I still don't like it. I don't what? like Tunnel Horn. I'm mm. not sure. I don't dislike it, yeah. but I don't, I don't, don't see what. Yeah, I don't see what's there. I think I've got a bit of a, a warm feeling mm. for it. It's, it was a good song at a good time. Yeah. Uh, then I went to Welcome to Dying. So my first one from Tales. Yeah. I, I, probably, I knew I think, you were going to put Welcome to Dying. I think that was my first Blind Guardian song. Yeah. And it really sticks with me. I love it. Then I went Deliverers from Evil from the God Machine because oh, okay. I've been walking around singing the chorus for the last week and a half. You know, Father, deliver us from evil. And then you get the little chorus bit behind him. Yeah. <clears throat> that, that This album's grown on me quite a bit, the God Machine. It's not 
best of blind guard. It's the only one on here. Yeah. But after the couple we'd had before it, you know, it the... really stands up after the two you have before it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it really does. It's a return to form. It is. I'll be listening to their next album when it comes out. Oh yeah, I'll go in yeah. straight away. Then I went goodbye, my friend, again from Tales. So Tales, I I was the first one that I could have stuck more than two on, but I really tried not to because otherwise it would have just been half Tales and half Twist. Yeah. Um, Tales the one with Tommy Knockers, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I'm not putting that on. It's not good enough for. It's not. It's not got the longevity for this. Yeah. I went I'm Alive from Imaginations from the Other Side. Uh, Another Stranger Me was my first one from Twist. Ooh. And I, I really struggled with Twist. I could have put all of them on. Yeah, it, um, it's very, it was very difficult for me to take, to take two from that. Another Stranger Me is the one. It Actually, it will come into my head. I won't have listened to Blind Guardian for six months. And I'll just do like a bit of a silly walk around the house to it. Yeah. Um... Then I went for Twilight of the Gods from Beyond the Red Mirror. It's another one that's crept up on me. The more I've, I've really, I've really tried with Blind Guardian, like you know, because yeah. they, I, I never gave them the, the credit after Twist, and I never really went back into them, and I've neglected them for years. Twilight of the Gods was the only one from Red Mirror that really grabs me. I was tempted to put Miracle Machine on because if I'm in the right mood, it can it can sweep you it away. Can get, it gets me with a little Queen vibe, but it wasn't good enough for the best of. No. Then I've just gone big for the end. So Battlefield. Yeah. Can't really not. <laughs> and then time stands still. Yeah. And I'm finishing with Skulls and Shadows. Ooh. So I'm going out on a nice. Yeah. That's okay. I thought when I was putting mine together, I thought that ours were going to be identical, but they are completely different. I thought they were going to be wildly different because we really go big on two different different albums. areas. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm an idiot for thinking that they were going to be similar. Now, I started. I've got to do my two bonus. Oh, sorry, <laughs> Fanny. Sorry, go in. Uh, I really struggle with this. I could have picked from fucking dozens, and you know, I, I disagree with what you said earlier. Actually, I could have spilled over massively from 12 songs on here I found it difficult um, yeah. so I'm going to go for two that I just I really like from the past two that well, you know I always forget when I'm doing Blind Guardian and they sneak up on me and I just think yeah this is what I'm here for Mordred song off uh, Imaginations okay it just gets me It's I think it's the warm nostalgia feeling yeah um, and I'm going to go for I went for Welcome to Dying on the Mail I'm going to go Traveller in Time I oh, say. So- Yours are just normal Blind like Guardian just songs. Great songs that I just couldn't fit in. Oh, okay. So I you didn't gonna, use them for random bits. No, I was going to put Miracle Machine on there. Yeah, but But you I didn't. just felt bad for missing two two extra songs from two of my favourite albums. And That's I'm fair. And I'm really aware here that I'm missing loads of Twist in the Myth, but I just it would have just been the whole of that fucking the, album. Twist in the Myth is the best of Blind it's like Guardian. Blind, it's just, like Brave New World. Yeah. Just play that album. So I started with Valhalla, but then had to move it because mm. I was listening to my best of... And it just, it we, makes everything else worse that Kai's not there. We really do work on this. <laughs> oh, yeah. This, this is the this most is work a lot of we work. do in a week. So I moved Valhalla to much later because it. I feel like I needed just Hansi because mm. I don't want people coming in thinking, it's oh, a double act. There's, yeah, it's not a double act here, my guy. It's not Aventasia. Yeah. So I changed it for the other Valhalla, Banished from Sanctuary, to mm. fucking mm. Belta. It's a... Belter. Fuck yeah, you did. What a fucking track to open with. Good start. So I start with Banished from Sanctuary, 
move into Wizard's Crown, the Halloween, just to get some of that stupidly raw, heavy first album in there. Just to, to remind people early on they can do that. I thought you'd get something from um, from that in, from Battalions. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got Wizard's Crown in. I've gone back to Battalions quite a lot, and I think I quite like it a lot now. It's Venom. It's just more it Venom. Is. It really it's fucking more is, Venom. actually. It's Venom, but... Like, but with a bit more competency. <laughs> yes, yeah. Then I went Lionheart. Nice! Yeah. yeah. Lionheart's a fucking big time. It was very difficult pulling Lionheart out. My other twist in the myth song was very easy, mm. uh, and I'll go into why later. Noldor, Dead Winter Reigns, and I feel like that's the right time for it as well. I think that's why I didn't put Noldor on, because yeah. I knew it was coming with you. Yeah, it, it was going to go on there. Welcome to Dying. Well Just done. went on there. Good boy. Battlefield. A yeah. nice, nice middle. Then I go for my next twist in the myth, Fly. Now, oh, I nearly went fly. the reason... I went for flight is because one of my bonuses is Dead Sound of Misery. Oh! And as we said, you can't have one without the other. They're Gold the same star. song. But Dead Sound of Misery sounds weird if you don't know that it's a weird redo. You, so, you know what? You fucked up so hard last week <laughs> that you brought it back so around. So I've got well Fly and done. Dead Sound Gold at the star. end. Best in Numbers of the Beast. After Fly, Valhalla. Hmm. Then, because now it's like, oh, you know that, that Kai's yeah. a guest. Then it's Time Stands Still at the Iron mm-hmm. Hill. Then Bright Eyes. Uh, do you know what? It's Bright Eyes has been coming back. I toyed with Bright back. Eyes for my outro. You know, instead yeah. of Skulls and Shadows. It's good. I like it. And then it's, then it's Tommy Knockers. Did you? Because I didn't like anything else from the album enough. <laughs> and I wanted that album to have, you know, a decent presence. So I wanted two tracks. I nearly put Tommy Knockers instead of... Um... Traveling in time hmm. as my bonus. As a bonus, yeah. I also I like the fact that they made a good song out of a shit book. They really fucking like, did. They that, did that a real good time. Then the Bard song for <laughs> to, for quietening down, but then just one last hurrah with the elder at the end. Just <laughs> oh, know, I'm oh. white chocolating the living shit out of the elder. It's so good it's... at the end there. Like listening to this best of the flow is. I'm as proud of this as I am. My yeah, Iron Maiden, Maiden one. one, and I put hours into the Iron exactly Maiden one. Exactly the same. The, yeah. I've I've been tweaking. I've been making notes to myself. You know when I've been writing this. Yeah. Everything has like a reason for being where it is. Yeah. Same. Like bringing the energy back, or like a theme, or definitely. I, I feel like this was. Um... Oh, what was your other bonus track? Oh, sorry, the Eldar was a bonus track. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, because that would be a third song from Twist in the Mist. Nice. So it's the Eldar, and then. Uh, Dead Sound of Misery. Misery. I fucking love Dead Sound of uh, Misery. Do you know what? It's hard to find. You got to go on YouTube to find it or yeah. put the CD in. I'm very pleased with you. For yeah, putting those I'm two very on because proud I felt of myself. Neglect- I felt like I'd neglected that. Fly is just so cool. The fucking drums on. Yeah, that. I sometimes I feel like I've listened to Fly too much, almost like the Trooper. And then, but then when it comes it on, it's like, oh wait a minute, get my xylophone out. <laughs> bing, yeah. bing, bling, bling. Yeah, I get uh, a lot bigger for Fly than I do for the Trooper. I've heard the Trooper more. I think that's the problem. The Trooper probably, is yeah. so saturated. Yeah. Fly, unless you're putting it on, you're probably not hearing it anywhere no. else. Yeah, yeah. no one's playing Fly. You're not going into a club. You're not hearing Fly in Tesco's. Yeah, download, You might hear the Trooper. You will do if they're playing classic rock. Yeah. Uh, Planet rock. Download aren't playing Fly between sets no. for bands. No. 
Man, that was a lot of fun. I, I, <coughs> Black I Guardian came in wanting great. to hate your best of. No, but it was good. But a bit like the Iron Maiden one. Even the ones that I didn't pick out when we did the numbers. Yeah. In the context, they work. I found it easier to put together than Iron Maiden, though. That one was much harder. Maybe because that was our first one or something. That one's quite special. Yeah, I think. maybe. Yeah. Speaking of special. Okay, so we're going to tell the guys what we're going in on next. Yeah, so we haven't... We we could have done something wildly different. We could have gone something like Wasp or Kiss or something like that. Maybe in the future. But I was... We were both really digging this whole... We know Blind Guardian, but how much have we really paid attention? Yeah, and when so, you know that the product has been considered... All the time you've listened to it. Yeah. There's, there was a, there were a couple of dips. Yes, yeah. But we knew we loved them, but we also knew there was this kind of nostalgic love for them as well. Yeah, and we've definitely got the next band. Even just exactly the same as Blind Guardian, I think. It's just a sillier Blind Guardian. The same sort of time frame. You know, same time like frame. When we were coming up, when we were getting yeah. into this kind of music. Also, another heavier power metal band, mm. but completely different in terms of tone. Yeah, the feel is no wildly fantasy. different. This is about Formula One <laughs> racing. We're doing Primal Fear. Uh, do you know, even saying it gives me a little fizz. I'm yeah, really... I'm fucking ready. I'm, ready. I'm going to hit the gym. I'm going to get big. Not as big as Ralph. Pro- yeah, not as I'm, big as Ralph. I'm going to keep gonna my head oil myself tightly up. shaved. Yes. I'm gonna, there is going to be no drag when no. I move through the air. Glide through the air <laughs> like sh- an otter through butter. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking five. I can't wait. Yeah. Primal Fear. So the first album, what we're listening to next week is the debut, but also the self-titled Primal Fear. Hmm. And I haven't checked that. Let's, let me just double check that that is the first album. Primal Fear discography. I think it is. I had it. I'm sure it's just called Primal Fear. Yeah, it's called Primal Fear. Uh, and how many albums is there? This is going to be a longer one, just like Blind Guardian. Yeah, they're about the same age, aren't they? Yeah, 1998. Whoa, no. No, 10 wow. years younger. Yeah, shit. Oh, because Ralph was six. in Gamma Ray 1, 2 before. And uh, Sinner was in Sinner. Yeah. You know, the base, the, well, the main dude. So 14 oh, studio albums. shit, though. I've just looked at the track listing. Guys, Primal Pro. If, if you haven't been doing Numbers yeah. of the Beast up till now. Yeah, if you've just I been listening. I promise you. I beg you. You are going to have an ins- The first fucking song on this album. Spoiler. There are some sevens in the first Chain one. Breaker! <laughs> some sevens. I'm looking at the track listing fucking- and I can't see anything but. Like, honestly, this is Brave New World. Fucking Thunderdome's on it. Fucking uh, silver you- and gold. Promised Land. Formula One dollars. Nine live. bonus track is an accept cover. And it's a good accept cover. Yeah. I'm so excited about this. You know what? Like, like I've just said it. I'm saying it again. Please. If you haven't done Numbers of the Beast up till now, yeah. if you thought Iron Maiden are too well established, if you thought Blind Guardian were going to be too like dense and, and hoity-toity, if you just want a silly hour every week... And it is silly. And it's only it's going to be less than an hour. Primal Fear aren't writing you a 12-minute epic, yeah. I don't think. And get in from the ground up, because fucking hell, <laughs> this album... This is going to be... Obviously, it's going to be the number one album, because mm. it's the, the only album. I will be shocked if anything after this album comes close. If anything even tickles its balls, it will be the best week of my life. Yeah. Because that's another it. album of this quality. If if anything if anything like yeah, if anything does yeah. touch this, 
Primal Fear are the best band ever. Yeah, because this this is one of incredible. the best debut albums. This is well, it, technically it's late nineties, but it, I it, that's even the better style. Though, the style is was, early nineties. This was right smack in the middle of new metal. You had Slipknot, Corn, all this kind of bollocks, Shit, yeah, farting around near them, and Ralph Sheepers slides <laughs> his way like like a fish through oil. Yeah, Not, that, you know, that was a little bit of a he is he is an disaster. albatross. On a calm, breezy day. He is, he is. It's speed of light. Yeah. Laser pointer. Formula one. Oh, do you yeah. know what? If you're going to do this, put, listen put to dollars it in the... at 1998. Mm. If you put dollars after fucking Slipknot, that's insane. That's fucking terrifying because that. Hmm. It's so. This is so old school for when it came out, but in the best way. Do you know what? So listen good. to this. In the... Okay, do you know what? I'm going to. I'm going to the offices. Oh shit! Tears of rage. Have you seen the the only professional rating on the Wikipedia page? No. All music, who are trash and the worst thing ever, gave it two out of five. I can't see that. It's a, a top oh, of I can't. I'm going to their head office and I'm going to pass stool. Who gave that two out of five? The reviewer's desk. What a shit take. Jason Hundley, apparently. Jason Hundley. You're a fucking idiot. You're, you, do you know what? You're a fucking... You're a Nazi. You're yeah, a you fucking are. Nazi. You you're I the worst. I fucking hate you. You're the worst person in the world. Jesus Christ. Fucking neo-Nazis oh, at all music. I'm sending Two Tom Two out round. of five. Tom is going to kick the living... We'll have to ask him nicely. Out of this guy. Pudding of the week. Welcome back, fellows! It is I, Thomas Lethbridge, and I am once again here to bring you Pudding of the Week, the segment of the show where we learn a little about a delicious dessert from around the globe, and Naylor ranks it on a scale of his choosing. This week's pudding continues our Easter traditions with fried egg sweets. We're taking a sharp left turn on our extravaganza to look at the perennial favourite pick-and-mix sweet, an egg that doesn't abandon its followers for most of the year, like most Easter sweets. And Jesus. Fried <laughs> eggs are a gummy sweet designed to look like a fried egg, a clear yellow yolk and a foam white. Fried eggs come in a variety of sizes, depending on the manufacturer, and the flavour can only be described as nondescript. I'm just going to have a sip of Bloor's squash while I leave you with this box of fried egg gummy sweets. Nondescript is not wrong, actually. They are wonderful, <sighs> but describe the flavour to me. They're, they're just sugar. They're, they're just sweet. Yes. Glucose. If, do you know when you see like Americans on a cooking show making a salad or something and they're pouring in their fructose corn syrup? Yeah. That's what it tastes like. Yeah, you're not wrong. Do you know what? I thought that was funnier coming out of my head than it was <laughs> Americans using corn syrup in their do salad. Do you know what? Again, you, you are not wrong. Though. That's the scary thing. Like These look uh, like they are of low quality. These, these are not premium Fridays. These look where that, the whites but... are not quite bleached enough. Yeah, that's a nice it's a nice middle ground between corner sharp and Haribo texture. Oh wow. So like Coke bottles. Yeah. 
They're fucking coat bottled. Oh, that's... <laughs> what the fuck? Thomas, you bastard, what have you done? These are fizzy cola bottles. This is the weirdest thing that's ever... This, by the way, this is going to be a real ASMR kind of... Cola-flavoured gummy sweets, it says. On the back. That's fucked me up. No fucking way for that. I have never in my entire life have I ever had a fried egg that was cola themed. Here, mm. go nuts. I'm going to because they're pretty good. Actually. I mean, they are a high quality cola gummies with a little bit of sugar on these. These would be an excellent cola bottle. Yeah. Oh, cola bottles when you're doing them. Do you go for gummy or do you go for the crystallized ones? I mean, I go for whatever's there because I'm having mm. them. Mm. I'm having cola bottles. I think I prefer. I think I guess I prefer the sugar ones. Mm. I yeah. like cola bottles to hurt. Mm. But I prefer to cola bottles the bubblegum bottles. My guy. Yeah, they're fucking big time. Mm. But overall, my favourite bottle is my favourite um, gummy sweet of all time is the milk bottle. Really? Yeah, I love them mm. all day. That's, that's something that's you to a T. That is bland and interesting. Oh, yeah. soft. <laughs> Here. White. Finish these cola gummy sweets off. <laughs> Pale as the day. Okay, I'm going to take one extra, put that down for my wife. Because mm. someone else has to witness this bizarre phenomenon. So he's stolen them from Morrison's. Mm. Does it count as stealing if he apparates in and apparates out? I don't know. Is, Is it he... kind of like downloading where the original stays there? Yeah, because he's not walking past the security guard. No. But that's so strange. So nowhere on the box does it alert you to the fact that these are not normal fried egg sweets. But then on the back, it just says tiny writing fried egg, cola gummy, uh, cola flavor gummy sweets. Fried eggs are not usually cola flavors. Mm. For any of our like listeners in Malaysia or somewhere where they don't do fried egg sweets. It's really unsettling. It's very strange. To but me. it's not bad. No. All right. Bite the yolk off. All right. <laughs> Your boy just caught us there. He's had another bottle of milk. All right, that's fine. <laughs> the yolk has no flavouring. It doesn't. It's all in the yellow, isn't it? Yeah. In the yolk. In the white. Wait. There's two things and you said the wrong one. Wait, no, the white. The white has all the flavouring. It does. I think I was assuming that the yolk would have the flavour because, yeah. you know, that's how... That's how egg works. works. Yeah. I, I'm shocked and appalled. So normally fried eggs don't really have a flavour. Mm. Vaguely fruity sometimes, but no no real flavour to speak of. Um, but these have just thrown me for a loop. That's a good time. I'm quite happy though. I really fancy some cola bottles. Yeah, yeah, cola bottles are good. Mm. I'll, uh, hopefully next week we can return to like an actual pudding because we've been on sweets for a long time. Mm. So I'll have to... Let's see if I can find something a bit more interesting. Easter's not next week, it's the week after. Oh, is it? Mm. Is Easter not the first? No, it's the one after. Maybe we can smack her on a hot cross bun or something mm. next week then. Yeah, we'll do halt, a... Halt the eggs, because it's been like five weeks of eggs. Yeah, we'll do a festive fika instead. Yeah, yeah. let's smash a hot cross bun next week. There's a spoiler alert for mm. you. Oh, we didn't swear at Alex in um, Numbers of the Beast. Mm. No, <laughs> to be fair, he was kind of justified in skipping it last week. Yeah. He was just listening to me list songs. Yeah. <laughs> so, Friday Sweets, 
they can't really go on their own. They're part of pick a mix. Mm. And I'm not talking the shit pick a mix that you get in Wilco's where everything's dry, nor am I talking. Well, they're fine, but they are dry and hard. Mm. Nor am I talking the over overpriced pick a mix at the cinema that you buy on the first date to look like a big fan. Do you know, you're, you're saying that. My wife will tell you. So the first time we went to the cinema, to, that was our first date, we went to the cinema. And you big dicked it. I big dicked it with the sweets. I said, have whatever you want. Oh, shit. I didn't see any change from a 20. No, of course you didn't. And just from the sweets. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I bet you were crying after that. Well, that's why that's why we got married because I'd already invested by yeah. that point. <laughs> you already spent the money. You already blasted through the diary. Are you on the Lego website? Oh yeah, I've got. I've... Oh, this is part of the scale. Yeah, unlike okay. you, I take my roles on Pulling Boy seriously. So I fair enough. I'm also on the Lego website because I'm looking at things I want to buy. I just wanted to 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 reminisce over the paper bags of the pick and mix <sighs> for a little bit. So that that the expensive pick and mix at the cinema. No, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the the penny and two penny sweets. Where you'd go, they'd be on the bottom shelf. Well, happy shopper kind of job in the yeah. plastic tubs. Yeah, and you get your little tongues. Yeah, you can only get one sweet at a time. Yeah, because they shit grabbers. Yeah. But at those kind of prices, you weren't only getting one sweet. No, of any of them. Oh, Even the you'd, you'd get really a like. couple of coconut mushrooms. Mm. That's a big time. Some cola bottles. Um, probably even you know if you're a little bit flush. Oh, little blue dolphins. Yeah, they were nice actually. Mm. The bubble gummy kind of. The fucking beer bottles. Mm. They don't do them anymore. No, I loved them. The, you know what I used to go for? And you, you, you knew you were big dicking. You know the big snakes? They were foam on the underside. and they Yellow were bellies. Goo on the, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, But that you could get one of them 20p. You could yeah. get two of them in your bag. Yeah. And you could still make out like a bandit for a quid. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the shopkeeper at that point, they were just eyeballing them. They weren't counting the sweets back. No. You know nowadays... Have oh to... no! I think mine did. Mine poured them on the scale, oh. and then counted them, and then tipped them back into your bag. Oh, it was, was a very smooth movement. Like oh, they knew what Alge they were was doing. The boss, he could. I think he could tell. Oh, he, just he knew. was a good man. I think he's still there. Actually, he probably still owns the shop. Was... Excellent. Well, my shop's now a textiles oh, that's and cushion shop. Yeah, that's where I used to go. Uh, I, do you know what though? Things like they'd have. Do you know the best part of um, licorice all sorts, mm. which is the clear licorice thing covered in those little round balls yes it's the best yeah, bit you could just have them yeah you, yeah, you just you have them pick what you, if, you, if you were feeling really brave you could just go for a big bag of sugary cola and bubblegum bottles yeah and you'd be having spasms by the time you got home mm-hmm. I used to get like floral gums in there as well yeah. I, I liked the weird shit <laughs> do you remember the, I think they still do it now you know like this. it was like rainbow coloured strips that was the same theme as the cola bottles it just fucking hurts yeah. going down yeah. but it was delicious you get them rolled up and you're like you'd roll them up to get them all in, in yeah, at once yeah. and then you were just going to be like twitching you'd all the way through buzz it, your way home hurt. unless you instead decided to have a uh, kinder egg hmm because the Kinder Egg was going to cost you the same amount as the whole thing. You would regret it slightly if you got a shit toy. That was the gamble though, wasn't it? Like yeah. we said when we got the Kinder Eggs, if you got Statuette... Yeah, if you got Terrapin or yeah. Hippo... You're keeping that forever. That's, sweets yeah, that's are gone by the time you get home. Yeah. Well, if you had sweets though, you could also have like a Sherbet Fountain on the side. Ooh. Ooh. I, do you know what? I never, I never really went for them, or the Pixie Sticks, but I, I should have. Sure. You know, the key was to eat the licorice quick and then just... Smash it. Yeah, just miles by the rest of oh, it. Oh, like a proper Sherbet Fountain one. Mm. Yeah. Nice. So what's the scale this week then for, for fried eggs? Where are they going? Okay, uh, so I've, I've just gone for the uh, the four Jurassic World sets. I hate saying Jurassic World. That's what they're being... Didn't last week we do it on the scale of Indiana Jones sets? Yeah. No, something like that. We did something like it. We always do something like that. Yeah, we did. Yeah. 
It's, it's this is a Lego bet. podcast now. Yeah, it's, it's just us getting fizzy about buying stuff. Um, it's four coming soon. So we've got... I've got them here. Would, a Jurassic World or Park? Well, they're marketed as World. As far as I can see, these are all parks. So it's a return to form. And they're all I, I have no time at all for... for world. Nice. For world, and do you know what? It's even got to the point where um, I have no time for the Jurassic universe. Park sequels. Yeah, it's sad. I just want the one film. Well, looking at these, so you, they've really gone in hard. You We've got, got T-Rex four breakout. cameos. No, I've gone for the four coming soon. Oh, I can't see them. Oh, oh, wait. Okay. oh, I can see five coming soon. Is one a big visitor center set as well? Yeah, I've not put that on there. Um, because it's not showing on my but we can chuck it in. It's that's too expensive. Yes, that's a hundred and fifteen pounds. Yeah, that's it's just a wall. Mm. That looks a that's bit shit. Probably actually. going at the bottom actually. Yeah, I'm putting Brachiosaurus Discovery next up from the bottom mm. because I really don't like the big hole in the Brachiosaurus's chest. I don't like the fact that the Brachiosaurus is just one solid lump. Seventy five pounds. You just yeah, that's, that's not Lego. That's a that's a toy. That's a really poor value. Yeah. Then I'm going Velociraptor Escape. Looks okay. Not it's bad. It's fine. Yeah, um, not great. It's got a little Muldoon with it. That's fun. I don't like the fact that... What's that quad by? That wasn't in the film. No, I don't remember that. No. Then I'm going Triceratops Research. Ah, uh, well. It, that, that is good. It's more expensive. You get a lot more stuff there. Yeah. But it's got... It's, it's got it's proper got the car. car. It's got the pile of poo. It's got the pile of it. It's got a little Liam Malcolm as well. Yeah, I'm thinking... I actually think that's best. Oh, no, no. Look D- at the price. Holy shit. Yeah, it's, it's Com- more than double yeah. Dilophosaurus Ambush. And it is not two times as good. It is £20. Yeah. You get a little Dennis Nedbury. Yeah, best they, character. Mm, they've licensed... The, this is the bit that gets me. You know the, um, the shaving cream can thing? Yeah. They've licensed that. It's not oh, just wow. a blue tube. It's actually Barbasol. Yeah. It's yeah it, that, and they've not even pounds. put that on the box. No. They've licensed that, and That's it's an not Easter. even on the box. It comes out on the first of June for twenty pounds. I'm fucking having that. <sighs> it's very tempting. That's very. I'm good not set. walking past that. The Dilophosaurus is, is a decent sized dinosaur, so it's not just a big mm. chunk of plastic eating away at your set money. It's small enough though. Yeah, that it's it looks right as a mold. Yeah, yeah. It's it should. I think the problem with most of the, these sets is that like. I like the brick-built Tyrannosaurus Rex mm. in T-Rex Breakout. I do not like the big plastic one. It just looks like a no, baby toy. A, it is. It's a Playmobil toy. It's, yeah, it's just a big baby toy. I don't need that. Yeah, the Triceratops is on the border of a little... It's, it's a bit too big. too big. It's a bit too big. For, that's almost £50. That's um, almost £50. That is obscene yeah. actually yeah I'll wait for that on offer but the Dilophosaurus Dilophosaurus one. though I'd pay another fiver if they put a little portaloo in there mm, yeah oh wait no that's a different death that's, what's it into? that's the first guy that's the lawyer yeah guy. I'm an idiot ignore me um, yeah. yeah that's a great time yeah I'm having that I can I I get behind the fact that you're having that so that's old fine. school pick and mix the corner shop um, happy shopper Bottom shelf, little plastic tubs ones. Yeah. They're going at Dilophosaurus Ambush. You get a phenomenal amount of fun for your money. Yeah. Modern pick and mix. If we, let's go for um let's go for cinema. We'll go for cinema. Yeah. I'm gonna put that as the big set, you know, the one that you've 
found the visitor center yeah it's big it's flashy it's way too expensive and you don't get anywhere near as much stuff as you should 100 percent for that money and we'll go in the middle with the wilco's and the Co. candy king yeah yeah exactly tesco everyone does them mm-hmm. they're fine they're not a bad representation of it we'll stick that a bit below at the triceratops research it's good a little bit too expensive it's, a bit too expensive. it's not quite good enough yeah the quality's not quite there it's not as good as you expect for cheaper i've just scrolled down and seen the jurassic world sets don't what these aren't they're not that's not a dinosaur <laughs> that's not a dinosaur it's, uh, just think oh uh, yeah that's what that's where i start to get cross when they're just making them up dinosaurs there's who thought oh a dinosaur's not enough <laughs> we need that, to make it glow in the dark bit on the great north where he's you know where he's like Jurassic Park was originally like a teenage rom-com yeah. and it was boring so they just started adding dinosaurs. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. It's like this is just a one Jurassic Park film. It would have gone well, it, I guess it already has gone down in like the history of cinema as a great movie. They should but have, it would have been pure. They should have done one. And then about 25 years later, yeah. brought out an absolutely fucking perfect sequel. Yeah. Like the Alpha Chads at the Top Gun Enterprise. Yeah, Maverick is fucking brilliant. I'm going to go and watch that again. All right, cheerio, guys. Yeah, full episode this week. Yeah. You got your money's worth. Well, I'm not going to hospital, you see. Mm.